0: Comics,
1: movies, music,
0: video games, technology,
1: Blu ray, television. This
0: is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
2: The world we know is gone. No Google, no Amazon.com, no email, no podcasts.
1: Hey everybody, Jordan from Jersey here. We had some technical difficulties with the audio recording for this episode, so as a result, the audio quality is not up to our normal standards. Don't get me wrong, it's still completely listenable, and there's a lot of great content, but like I said, it's not up to our normal standards, and we do apologize for that. Don't worry, we'll have it fixed for next episode, and we hope you enjoy this one anyway.
3: Welcome everyone to The Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 23. This is John, and my friends here tonight are
0: Jordan and Jim. Hi, everybody. The three J's made it tonight. I'm back. Yeah, that's it.
3: We're uh, we're light.
0: We're missing an R and a B.
3: Yes, yes. Russell and Brad are slacking. Uh, we're a little late with this show. We hope that you are hearing this in April. It may be very early May, but um, better late than never. And we actually have some pretty cool stuff to get to. Uh, for this episode, which is a super bonus, because these off-season shows are not easy. <laughs>
1: yeah, we got, we got tons of good news that's been piling up over the last couple episodes, and uh, stuff people are going to want to hear.
3: Yeah, and you know, we did get some good feedback about the uh, commentary show, and if anybody hasn't checked out the commentary track we did for the pilot of The Walking Dead, and that was, uh, what the hell was that called? Uh, Days Gone By. Yes, sir. Go back a show and uh, play the DVD and listen to us talk while you watch it, which I think is important because we did get some critiques that there was too much silence, and <laughs> but they weren't watching the movie while they listened, so that would be difficult. We did get somebody say that they were following, they weren't able to watch it, you know, they were listening in their car or on the train or whatever. Wasn't but, it ReNerd? Yes, I think it was Renard. He said it on uh, Forum for Geeks, but he was following along in his head. He could imagine, and I'd imagine somebody that does a Walking Dead podcast has probably seen it a number of times, as we have. Yes, so and, and
1: as he has. So.
3: Right, so it's probably easier to do that, but I would recommend watching the DVD.
1: And I'd imagine there'll be less silence in upcoming episodes, because that one was 90 minutes, so we had a lot more time to fill.
3: Yeah. Plus, I think it was a while since all of us had seen the pilot, which is, I mean, in my opinion, the best of the season. So we were kind of like watching it again with our mouths open, you know, (laughs) in awe without uh, that much. But we said a lot. We said enough. And I've said enough. Um, So what's going on with the show? Yeah, let's do the sponsor real quick. This show is brought to you by DCBS Discount comic book service. You can find them at dcbservice.com. This is the place to go for all of your comic books, all of your Walking Dead hardcovers, trade paperbacks. Uh, the weekly issues are coming out. You're going to get 30 to 40% discounts on everything. Um, this month, they are soliciting the Walking Dead weekly issues. And believe it or not, we are already up to 22 through 26. So the weeks are flying by. Uh, they are all at 40% off. So you're going to be able to get those for $1.79 each and get all caught up on the Walking Dead comic book series. And they have also uh, solicited this month for the trade paperback volume 14, No Way Out. Uh, and that is a whopper of an arc. Jordan, I know you're caught up. Jim, are you caught up on the trades for The Walking Dead?
0: Not that far. I
1: I'm caught I'm up except not. for the most recent episode that came out this past Wednesday, or issue, issue 84. I've only read 83, but...
3: Right, and this trade that, is, uh, that will be coming out in a couple of months that you can pre-order now is issues 79 through 84, so they're just finishing up that No Way Out arc, and 83 was the bombshell, I think, did we talk about 83 last show? Did it happen yet when we were doing the commentary? I guess it did. I think
1: it had just come out and we were being very cagey about what we were saying.
3: Yes, and we still will. But if you, you know, I would almost even say if you're like thinking about whether you want to read the comics or not, you could probably pick up No Way Out, the trade, get the idea, be blown away by the ending, and then you'd probably go back and start from the beginning.
1: Yeah, it's going to give away a lot of stuff, though, just in the characters that aren't around anymore. Right, but, but um, if you're
3: still deciding whether you want to read at this point after the first season's out and everything, this right, could be right. a hook for you.
1: But, I mean, I, I you could say that about nearly any of the trades, quite frankly, and that's just not a shameless plug for buy these books that are awesome, but... Uh, 12 was amazing, 13 was fantastic, um, those are the ones I've read in the last year, so going back beyond that, it's like I know they were all good, but I can't think of anything specific, but 12, 13, and 14 have been three solid books in a row.
0: Yeah, I'm up to uh, 13, and I'm waiting, actually, for this trade to come out for me to read the story, so
3: well, I know, t- I know
0: something really huge happened, but <laughs> I haven't been spoiled yet, thanks to you guys, so thank you. <laughs>
3: And uh, at DCBS, Don't we have a special uh,
0: first-time buyer code for DCBS.
3: Jim? We do. It's WD8. So if, if you've never placed an order with DCBS, you can enter the code WD8. You're going to get an extra eight percent on top of your order. So this volume 14 that we have been talking about is 14.99 sticker price. The DCB service price is 8.99. That's forty percent off. You throw the other eight percent on top of that in your order and you're going to get this book for like eight bucks and that's unbelievable throw some other stuff in make shipping worth your while that's not
1: this is like six issues right
3: yes 79 through 84
1: so about a dollar 30 per issue you're paying cents on the page that's that's an amazing deal
3: yes so please check out dcb service dcbservice.com Jim, I believe we have a new iTunes review.
0: We do indeed. We uh, We have an, we, uh, By the way, everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for the iTunes reviews. We really appreciate them. If you have yet to pull one up on iTunes uh, about Walking Dead TV podcast, please do so. We'd love to hear your feedback and you know, what you think about the show. Uh, this is by Bad underscore Wolbot. I say Wobot because it's with a W. Uh, Bad_Wobot.
1: Wolbot. Awesome.
0: Uh, a fun, smart, and terrific podcast, five stars. I started listening about the fi- fifth podcast, and I caught up quickly. It's the best and only Walking Dead podcast you need to hear. All these guys are thorough and really know their comic book stuff and anything related to the show. It makes it a lot easier to deal with such a long hiatus. Thanks all, and well done, A+. plus. Well, thank you, Bad Wobot. That was very, very nice of you. <laughs>
3: Very cool, Bad Wobot is also a Twitter friend, and I do want to shout out the Twitter friends that we have uh, we've spoken about them a lot, especially during the season, but they are really keeping it going in the off season and every friday i'm like amazed at how many follow Fridays we get when we 're really not as active on it when uh, the you know the TV show isn't new or when there's no big news coming out or anything like that so just real quick, I want to thank the Zombie Survival Crew, the ZSC on Twitter. We have Tep Pope, that's Tara Pope. Philly Radio Geek, that's Brian, thank you. Edokun519, that's Erica. Private Giggles, not PVT Giggles or whatever I was calling it last time. It's Private Giggles, that's Lynn. Tenderloin Baby, that's Kim. They all gave us Follow Fridays this week. That's awesome, thank you. We are going to get back on that uh, when we return more regularly to the Twitter verse. And one last thing on those iTunes reviews we really, really appreciate it. And we know that when season two comes around, the traffic is going to start rolling in from iTunes. And the more reviews we have, you know, it's just going to help people decide which Walking Dead podcast they're going to try out when season two starts up. And if we. You know, are the, If we have a ton of iTunes reviews, it just helps people make their decision, and I'm pretty sure we have the most of all of The Walking Dead shows out there, so please keep those coming, and thanks again. All right. News, Jordan? I know we have a lot, so maybe we want to... We do have a lot of news. Let's do week. it.
1: Uh, Well, first off, we've talked a bit about the Walking Dead video game that's been announced. It's going to be coming out probably when season two premieres. I don't think we have a firm release date on that, but that's being put out by Telltale Games. They make a lot of great point-click adventures and other stuff. Um, Their next upcoming game before that is Jurassic Park. I think we're all well familiar with the Jurassic Park series and and the group of movies and comic books and books and all that kind of stuff. Well, they're putting out this video game. It's been delayed, but here's the flip side of that. It's not all bad news. It's going to be coming out in the fall, but they've announced that not only will the PC and Mac versions be coming out in the fall, it looks like the reason they pushed it back is because now it's going to be coming out on PS3 and Xbox 360 as well. So they're going to have a four-system a simultaneous release and they pushed it back so they could do that. So that's pretty awesome.
0: Absolutely. I love the, um, the stuff on the Xbox live arcade. There's a lot of really uh, cool, you know, little bite sized games, you know, not the giant 80 hour epics like fallout three or, or oblivion, but just, you know, fun, uh, downloadable games that are reasonably priced. And I, I always, uh, I'm looking at the games there. So I'm glad that I'll be able to play it finally, you know, because I don't even know if my computer could run that.
1: <laughs> right on. Um, some more on the Walking Dead game. Once again, not a whole lot of details have been announced. Robert Kirkman said he's going to let Telltale handle that because uh, he's got enough on his plate with the awesome comics he's putting out and, um, and with the TV show. But he did say this much. We're going to be playing as different characters in different chapters of the game. And he made this point. He says, look, trust me on this game. I picked uh, Frank Darabont to be able to do the show because I knew what work he could do. I picked Telltale Games for the same reason. So if you like the way the show turned out, you're going to want to check out this game as well. And I, I personally cannot wait.
0: So does that mean Kirkman is having a hand in the storyline of the game and like the writing of the game itself?
1: That's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool.
1: And he's definitely having a hand in the writing of season two of the show. He uh, actually moved out to L.A. from uh, from his home out here on the in the uh, I guess he's in Georgia, right? Generally, yeah. Uh, that, I that basic area, anyway. So, yeah. He's gone Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, he's sold out, man. He's actually he's got another comic that just debuted, Super Dinosaur. Didn't you guys check that one out? No. Yeah, it, it's like a kid's comic, actually. It's designed for kids, but uh, the cover at least looked amusing. It was a T-Rex wearing like a robotic battle suit that gave it big arms, <laughs> and it has like, these little nice. tiny joysticks that moves around. Like I said, I didn't read it because it's more meant for little kids, but uh, it did look amusing.
3: Very cool. I, I think the best thing he can do... I mean, it looks like The Walking Dead is going to continue to spread out into different mediums and stuff, and, and that will probably lead us to some other news, probably. Um, but the best thing he can do is keep his hand in or just keep an eye on everything. Um, I think Lucas is probably the master of like making sure the novels and the and the expanded universe stuff jive, and he probably has a gigantic team of people that help do that for him but
1: uh i assumed he has robots to do it
3: yes I, th- I think as long as kirkman doesn't let it get away from him too far it should be pretty safe
1: well yet another thing to be added to that stable and i think this is what you were hitting at john is the walking dead novel that's been announced and this title or the title of the novel which this is the first time it's been announced is rise of the governor now we know the character of the governor i'm speaking john jim and myself Uh, You may not know The Governor if you've only seen the show and not read the comic. The Governor is a character who hasn't showed up yet. Um, From what we hear, it'll probably be around season three at the earliest that we'll see this character. Um, Like I said, we haven't seen him yet. He is a bit of a villain, uh, as you can probably tell from the title Rise of the Governor. And, John, I believe you and and Brad have said in the past that there's a specific actor you'd like to see play this character in the show. Uh, Why don't you remind our listeners who that is?
3: Danny Trejo. All right. Now, keep that
1: in mind, because we're going to come back to Danny Trejo in a minute. But uh, this – not the comic. uh, This actual novel, because this is a 320-page novel, will be hitting bookstores September 27th, so right around when season two of the TV show premieres. So You're going to want to check that one out if you have read the comic. I'd say if you haven't read the comic, uh, this probably will spoil some things, Uh, I would assume, um, maybe, at least inadvertently, it is a parallel storyline, so it doesn't happen in the same exact place as most of the comic. But uh, you never know. Certain things about certain characters might be given away. So I would definitely suggest this for people who have read the comic. For those who haven't, well, what are you waiting for? Go read the comic, but then definitely check out this novel in September.
0: Yeah, that's pretty it's very exciting. interesting, they're going back to fill in that backstory about the governor, because there really was no explanation uh, in his appearance in the main Walking Dead storyline, if I remember correctly. That was around what, issue 50 or so?
1: Yeah, probably,
3: 40s or
0: 50s. 40s or 50s,
3: yeah. I'm pretty excited about this novel. I'd like to read the backstory of The Governor for number one, and number two, just hopefully it opens up a series of novels. I mean, zombie novels are creepy, and and, uh, there's a lot of potential to be within the Walking Dead universe and have some characters that we know and stuff like that. So that should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, well, they're saying this is going to be the first book in a trilogy, So that could be really cool. I don't think they'll all focus on the same characters, necessarily. But uh, there will be a trilogy. And I don't think I mentioned who it's being written by. It's being written by Robert Kirkman and Jay Bonansinga. Nice. So check that out in
3: September. Before you get to your next tie-in to uh, this news item, I wanted to mention that Brad and I discussed Danny Trejo playing the governor in the Scream Horror magazine Article that we did, um, which just came out. So if you, we've mentioned this before, but I just want to remind everybody, screamhorror.com. If you go to their website and order issue four, there's a nice two-page article done by all of us, the Walking Dead TV podcast, about the first season of the show. And I was pleasantly surprised you never know like you write the article you go through the paces you send it in and then you're kind of done and it's up to the editors and people that run the magazine how they're going to lay it out what it's going to look like and everything i was pleasantly surprised nice double page spread a big logo for us and uh of course all our website and and uh different information and we got to have a nice discussion about the show so definitely check out screamhard.com uh, i'd love i know a few people on twitter have mentioned that they ordered it and they and they you know to read our article and stuff which we really appreciate and everybody's really impressed by the quality of the magazine so that's very cool so danny trejo
1: you're a fan i'm a fan we're all fans of danny trejo he's awesome he's machete he is um well, I guess all of his character names in the Robert Rodriguez movies are based on knives. But he's been in most of the Robert Rodriguez movies, and uh, he's going to be. He was in also in at-
0: an Anchorman.
1: That's true. Yeah, he was. He had a
0: very really? pivotal role in Anchorman as the bartender <laughs> who puts Ron Burgundy back on track.
1: That's right. He was also on an epi- recent episode of Jane Silent Bob Get Old, which is very uh, very funny. Um, but he, along with some very other familiar faces, is going to be killing some zombies very soon. Um, John, you play Call of Duty Black Ops, is that correct? Yes. And I can't remember, Jim, do you play?
0: Yeah, I finished the single player and I played some of the zombie mode.
1: And I've played some of the zombie mode as well at a friend's house had a, had a great time. Well, they're adding a new bit of DLC called Call of Duty Black Ops, Call of the Dead. And this is going to be a brand new level with some very familiar faces. Um, For one, George A. Romero, playing himself, uh, the grandfather of the modern zombie, will be in the game, joined by Danny Trejo, Machete himself, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Buffy the Vampire Vampire Slayer, Robert England, Freddy Krueger, and a little guy we like to call Michael Rooker, you know, Merle Dixon from The Walking Dead, will be killing zombies on uh, on this new DLC.
3: Sounds really awesome. I, I wonder... How exactly it's going to work? Because I, I guess what I'm getting at is, Call of Duty is kind of a first-person shooter. Like you never really, nobody has like different characteristics. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how are they going to be playable? Do you think are they going to oh, be yeah. like you, your you play
1: par- as these four characters?
3: So I wonder, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I wonder if is Sarah Michelle Geller going to be Shooting all of the regular black ops weapons, or are you going to be, you know, throwing stakes if you're her? Um, I guess it's machete or swinging machetes. I don't know. It'll be interesting the way they they make it tie in and work out.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. In the poster, uh, she's holding a Gatling gun. Merle has a shotgun. Looks like Danny Trejo has a shotgun. And Robert England has a crossbow. And George Romero was zombified in the in the in the picture, but um.
3: And in the yeah, trailer, like they definitely show Danny Trejo spinning around, wielding dual machetes and chopping zombie heads off. But it definitely wasn't a playable moment; it was a cutscene. Right. So I, I wonder if if it's uh, I wonder how it'll work out. I guess is what I'm getting at, but definitely excited about the prospects of it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, like him with machetes, that's not too big of a deal because he's played a lot of characters that use knives to a large degree. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar throwing stakes might be a bit too close to copyright infringement because we should make it clear that although I'm saying all these people have played these characters, they're being playable as themselves. You are playing as Sarah Michelle Gellar, Danny Trejo, Michael Rooker, and, and – um, Robert England, You're not playing as the, their characters. So if you went too specific with the weapons, there might be a copyright issue.
0: Well, I thought it was interesting that, uh, spoiler here a little bit for the zombie mode of Call of Duty Black Ops, but I mean, you play as Nixon, Kennedy, Castro, and Robert McNamara. I mean, wouldn't they be able to put new skins in and maybe some new moves and that's you know what you'd end up with for the... Yeah,
1: I, I figure that's more or less what it is.
3: Interesting well, or cool that they added uh, Merle or Rooker, I should say, because it really it's, hasn't been around very long. You know, it's only been six television shows, but it showed yeah. you the popularity of The Walking Dead in its first season that, you know, they're opening eyes already, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're giving props to George Romero. Yeah, you P- got to give props P- to own.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think he might. Is he playable as well, or is he... From I what I understand, he's no, he's
1: not playable. He just shows up as himself.
3: I think you I think you have to defeat him as, like, the boss of the level. I wouldn't be surprised, because in the poster, he is zombified. Right, yep. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you have to defeat him as the boss. I, I There's a trailer for all of this on Xbox Live, and it'll kind of give you the idea, and you'll get to see Michael Rooker in action and, and all the other people we've been talking about, and I'm pretty sure that... Uh, that George Romero's the boss, which would be pretty cool.
1: I'd like to imagine that his attack is using his giant glasses to focus laser beams at you. Yeah. Uh, our next bit of news, we talked about this quite a bit in the past, so we're just going to touch on this quickly. Um, but the Walking Dead action figures are pre-orderable now. So uh, do some Googling, you can pre-order. these. Are This is the first series, so this is the comic book series. You have uh, Rick, as he was shown on the cover of issue one, you have two different zombies, uh, one that's just kind of lurking towards you and one with an axe in his head, and you have, of course, Michonne with her samurai sword and uh, electric screwdriver and pants.
3: <laughs> yes, the pants made it. I am, um, I'm sorry, I'm, just, I, I'm looking at the DCBS site again because we were trying to think of new Walking Dead things that might be solicited, and it looks like they're not on the site yet, but if they're in the previews magazine... Which the new one, I guess, probably came out this week. Uh, I would the first couple of days of May. I'm betting you can pre-order the action figures on DCBS.
1: Probably, um, they're going to be released from McFarland Toys, and apparently they will be out in November. But you can pre-order them now, so definitely check that out. Granted, l- once again, though, this is the comic series. The TV series will be coming later, if
3: that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I can't wait to see if the zombie from the TV series is actually Buster.
1: I hope it is just to make Brad happy. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, they used them. They definitely used the Buster image in the, I don't know, would you call it teaser art for the action figures or? Yeah.
1: In the packaging art or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So
3: hopefully it's actually him. That would be awesome.
1: Now, speaking of walking dead season one, um, we talked I guess it was about two episodes. Now we mentioned that we were confused over how it was premiering in England when we were pretty sure it had already premiered. Well, I'm still not entirely clear on that. As far as I can tell, it's like this is like the broadcast premiere and before it was cable because it's definitely been aired in the UK already, but it's being aired on the UK again on a different channel. And uh, they ran into some controversy recently when a billboard for the show featuring Rick pointing his gun, featuring Lori, featuring Shane, and of course a whole bunch of zombies was put on the side
3: of a funeral home. Yeah, (laughs) that made its rounds pretty quickly. (laughs) Yes, it did. Uh, Needless to say, it was taken down So there's no longer
1: this uh, fantastic billboard, which it really is a cool-looking billboard, on the side of the funeral home. But, um, yeah, maybe they should have made a better choice there, or maybe that was an awesome choice because, like you said, it did get a lot of publicity.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that was calculated on the marketing end. (laughs) And I I think it paid off for him if, if it was
1: but our last piece of news and i dare say easily my favorite um we've been holding on to this one for a couple of weeks because of the commentary and the AMC spotlight show but uh there's a comic other than the walking dead that we all like surprise surprise um and it's called lock and key now we've done a couple episodes of the legion of dudes on lock and key we will be doing more the pilot is actually being filmed right up by jim in pittsburgh right now so that's awesome and uh Like I said, we love it. The art is amazing. The writing is amazing. Everything about it, it just makes it one of my favorite comics ever. The new issue came out Wednesday, and it blew my mind. Like, it's amazing. Written by Joe Hill. Now, the name Joe Hill might not mean anything to you, and that's forgivable, at least at this very moment, but the name Stephen King probably does mean something to you. Well, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son, and the two of them, and this has been confirmed, the two of them have been asked to write an episode of Walking Dead season two. Now they have not agreed to this yet, but they have confirmed that they are in talks to write an episode. Now, I'm nothing against Stephen King. I'm just not for or against Stephen King. I just haven't read a whole lot of his stuff. But Joe Hill has written some of the best comics I've read in the past decade uh recently, with Lock and Key with his one shot the cape, it has nothing to do with the TV series, don't worry. Um if he writes an episode of The Walking Dead. I will be on the edge of my seat until that episode airs, because I, I cannot wait to see an episode he wrote.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see, uh, to see him do that as well. We're, we're all big Lock and Key fans, and um, it seems like a perfect fit.
1: And like I said, this still isn't confirmed, so uh, write Joe Hill, write Stephen King, write your senators, get this, to go, get this to happen.
3: Do it. And that is all the news for this week. That was a lot of news.
1: It was a lot of news, but a lot of good stuff.
3: Yes, definitely good stuff. Uh, we probably should have spoken about this earlier in the show, but we can add it into the show notes and we'll put it in the title. Jim, you were at Pittsburgh Comic-Con recently and you did a bunch of cool stuff for the HHWLOD Network. You want to talk about that a little bit before we drop the big bomb on everybody?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Pittsburgh Comic-Con this year. um, The uh, Legion of Dudes, our other podcast, uh, sponsored the Big Trivia Contest on Saturday in the Big Hall. And uh, we had a really good turnout for it. We had a lot of people uh, compete for a big pile of prizes and got the word out. Uh, We got to get some good interviews with some uh, really cool people, including um, Mr. Chandler Riggs, who plays uh, young Carl. On uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast, he was at the Pittsburgh Comic Con with his family, and uh, he was uh, super great to talk to. Him, very nice, and uh, had some really cool things to say. So uh, I was pretty happy to uh, to get to talk to him.
3: That's awesome, and and uh, we're gonna run that in a little bit. What? Uh, how do they set up? Like this always kind of amazes me. So you have an 11 year old who's <laughs> who is working at the con. So like, how does that? Did he have like a table? Did he have like a um, was he just walking around was it like a panel what, what was exactly uh the story
0: well he had his own table um uh with a, you know his name on a sign behind it uh with you know the curtain around it and he was in the um the the space in front of the main showroom the main um you know um, room where like the, the the bigger panels and the trivia contest that we ran uh took place and stuff and the, the funny part was he was set up right next to this guy this big uh, Lego dealer. I mean, this guy had, like life-size Darth Vader uh, and Spider-Man made out of Legos. And uh, when I went to talk to Chandler, I talked to his, asked his parents if it would be okay to interview him. And uh, you know, they all said it would be fine. And I came over to talk to him. He, he and his uh, younger brother were playing with uh, Star Wars Legos. <laughs> they <just gotten, laughs> would gotten the uh, like a General Grievous playset or something. They were, uh, he had to put away his Legos to take the time to talk to me. So.
3: That's pretty awesome.
0: But he was over on the side with the media people. Um, every year they have some of the uh, the original actors from Dawn of the Dead. I, uh, machete Zombie is one that, from the original Dawn of the Dead, that one uh, uh, unforgettable scene where Tom Savini puts a machete into the zombie's head. Uh, that guy, Machete Zombie, is like a fixture of... Uh, Pittsburgh Comic Con. I can't remember the guy's name, but everybody just refers to him as Machete Zombie. But they had him in kind of the same general area as Chandler. So but Chandler was a really smart kid. Um he played also plays Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, from what I, I learned in the interview that we spoke to him. Um his parents were very nice and, and gracious to let me speak to him and uh like he was a really smart kid. He, he's uh he worked with Robert Duvall and Bill Murray on another movie called Get Low. Um, and you mentioned that in the interview and, uh, you know, for, for a kid of his age, he really has you know good attitude. He's really nice.
3: Awesome. So we are going to go ahead and run Jim's, uh, interview with Chandler Riggs. The audio is a little bit tough. It's a crowded sort of, uh, you know, convention hall. Obviously there's a lot of background noise, but, uh, bear with us. There's some good stuff in there.
0: I am Jim uh, with The Walking Dead TV Podcast, and I have the opportunity today to talk to Mr. Chandler Riggs, who plays Carl, on The Walking Dead show. And forgive me for asking you, sir, but how old are you?
2: I'm 11.
0: Are you allowed to watch the show that you're on? Uh, Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Had you ever heard of The Walking Dead before you got cast for the show?
2: Well, um, when I auditioned for it, yeah. Right. But what happened was, um, uh, like... When I did the first audition it was way back in February two thousand ten. Okay. And um when I did the audition they didn't call me back until April. So uh, we completely forgot about it. And when we call when we, when they called it called us, uh, sorry, uh we we thought we hadn't done it at all. We were like, Do we really do this audition at all?
0: Right, right. And
2: uh, we looked through the tapes and we were like, Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, I remember.
0: You do a lot of auditions then I guess. I
2: do, yeah, I do. And um what happened after that is uh, I did the, uh, another uh, audition, I sent it on tape, and they uh, called called me back and wanted me to meet Frank Darabont, Galen Ann Hurd, and uh, I think Denise Hudgens. Okay. Yeah. Hudgens is one of the producers. Mm-hmm. Galen Ann Hurd is the executive producer, right. of course, Frank
0: Darabont
2: is the creator of the show. Right, right. And... um when uh, I, I actually did, had a, did a previous film with uh, Gail Lane Oh,
0: okay. And she
2: really liked me from that film.
0: So, so she remembered you for that?
2: Yeah, she remembered me for that. And they were only casting case locally. They didn't want any LA games. So I like, got okay. really
0: lucky. Wow, that's great. Um,. Did you realize what a big deal this was going to become? How big, how popular the show is? I mean, it's one of the most popular shows on cable, and I mean, it's, its DVD sales have been huge. I mean, did you have any idea when you were making it, it was going to be this big? I had no
2: idea. I think that's why they only made six episodes because they had no idea how well it would do. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's really no
0: way it telling. Right. Right. Um, when, do you, uh, when you when um, you when you were filming the the, uh, the, the show and you uh, were finding out about the character of Carl. What do you think is 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 like you about Carl, and then what do you think is not like you at all about Carl?
2: I think um, towards the beginning part uh, that we're still in um, in right now mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the first season. I think he's still like um, clenching his mom's hand and uh, really really scared of the zombies. Right. And um, I guess that's kind of unlike me. But um,
0: you wouldn't be scared of zombies.
2: I'm sure I sure <laughs> hope not. Not a film. I play, like, Nazi zombies on Call of Duty 5 and uh, zombies on, right. on Black Ops, and Leopard Dead, all those games. I hope not, I'm sure. It's a of zombies. But, um...
0: What do you... Do you play Xbox or ps yeah, yeah,
2: Xbox. Yeah,
0: that's what I play, too. I just finished the first single player on Black Ops, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. Um... How do you like how do you like uh, working with the rest of the cast? Andrew Lincoln and Place mm-hmm. your dad, and, and, and I mean it's gotta be it's gotta be a dream come true for a young actor like you to work with all these uh, really talented, experienced people.
2: It's so nice. Everybody treats everybody treats tr- me like a rock star. Like and I mean like um, uh, in between takes they'd run over and uh, put an umbrella over me. But of course it was hundred, a hundred five degree heat in more than oh, wow. But um. And uh, and of course there's an RV with air conditioning sitting over there. We could just walk over and get in the RV. But um, they, they were really awesome. And there wasn't one person on the cast or crew that was like mean or diva or somebody that everybody hates. None of that.
0: Wow, that's great. No. Yeah. That's uh, I guess that's right in your business. I, 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 I'm your bi- how long have you been a professional actor?
2: I well I haven't been a professional actor uh, very long, mm-hmm. but. Um, I've been acting since I was 4. I've done uh well, that's
0: most of your life. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um when I was first first of all, I did just a bunch of theater stuff that, and that and really helped.
0: Mm-hmm. If you if
2: you're wanting to look into acting, then that's the thing to go to. Go to community theater and uh do a bunch of shows. That's your advice. Yep. And then uh after that, um I did a few um a few more theater stuff. Right. And then everybody kept on telling my mom and dad, you got to get them an agent. So, um, they, um, they got me an agent from DTK, those Talent Kids in, um, in Georgia. And, like, uh, I pretty much took off. I got three movies, of course, was extra stuff. But, um, after that I got uh, a Cox Communications commercial, but it's only on the West Coast, so you might not have seen that. Right. But, um... That's a lot of viewing, though. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of homes
0: to get Cox Cable on the West Coast. Yeah, sure. yeah.
2: And then um, after that, I got two movies, Get Low and The Longest Man. The Longest Man was the um, thing that I worked on, gala- worked the scale and heard on. Oh, okay. And Get um, yeah,
0: Low was with okay. Robert Duvall and Bill Murray, right? About the guy who, who plans his own funeral. Yep. That was a really great movie. Cool. I, I Unfortunately, I don't remember you in the movie. At mm.
2: the beginning part where the kid uh, throws the rock through the window,
0: that's me. That's <laughs> you. Oh, okay. I have uh, to go back to rewatch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh. I actually had two more scenes. But uh, they edited me out. I think I think I was supposed to be the kind of young version of Lucas Black because uh, he referenced, um, Rubbery Ball references, even throwing uh, rocks through my windows and doing a little kids.
0: Wow, okay. Okay, so you're the younger um, version of Lucas Black. I think so, but my
2: character's one. name is still Tom. Mm-hmm. Like when I looked on the credits, it said Tom, Chandler, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's the way that uh, it, it was. they were kind of pushing towards.
0: Okay. Now, um, do you have any. Do you have any. Have they talked to you at all about when you're coming back to for season two? You
2: know what? Um. All I know is that it's very soon. We've heard middle of May, May 16th, um, and June
0: 6th. Coming up. From what I understand, they're on track for October again, just like the the last yeah. season, right? To the right yeah. Halloween. Yeah, look or for that? a
2: Halloween release. I'm not 100% sure about Halloween, uh,
0: Halloween. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not 100% sure about
2: Halloween release, but um, you can look. For let me
0: ask you real quick, the first day you walk on the set and you see people with their heads rotting off and limbs falling off I and mean, everything, first of all, does that kind of thing bother you? Does the gore bother you at all? I mean, I know yeah. you know it's fake, but...
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, if you really look at it, I wasn't around zombies that much.
0: Right, right. You know,
2: um... Because you were at the, the camp in, from, most yeah. of the, in
0: most of the scenes.
2: The only time I was around zombies was the uh, camp attack scene, um... The uh, or the little spoiler if uh, you haven't seen all the, all six the episodes, um, you might not want to listen to this. Uh, going into <laughs> the going into the CDC, there's a bunch of zombie zombies. Oh yeah, that that's scene where all the
0: dead bodies the flies and everything. And
2: then when when we're sprinting out,
0: right. One right. time,
2: uh, this is kind of a freaky part. What what happened was um, when we were running out of the CDC, uh, as you know, Daryl has to chop off a zombie's head. Right. Well, one time I was running right behind him, and his, his axe literally swung right over my head.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah,
2: I, I got... Probably scared yeah. you. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't even know that. And then everybody, everybody else, holy crap.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They told you after the fact? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So does that the, the gore and everything, does that bother you at
2: all? Not really. Well, I mean, like I said, okay, I mean,
0: you, you watch the process of them putting it on yeah, and everything, yeah. so I mean...
2: But uh, a lot of it was special effects.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So
2: like um for example the blood splatters on the screen at the like mm-hmm. camp attack scene. Right. Then um that, that was cooler. That, mm-hmm. or, sorry, sorry. Uh special effects. That was special effects. And um like uh you know um at the end of the first episode when they're zooming out when they're on top of the building, right, right. That was all special effects and all around them where the horse was getting eaten, mm-hmm. that was all green screen.
0: Oh really? Yeah, and they wow, really have like
2: they really only have like ten zombies on the tank. Uh, they just duplicate
0: them. With digital, with digital effects. Oh wow, that's interesting. What? Okay, well thank you a lot uh, for Taking uh, the time to talk to me, Janet. I really yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it I can't awesome. wait to see season two and uh, everything else. Have you, uh, have, if you if you ever get a chance, you might want to check out the comics. Carl's got a really interesting character. Yeah, I did and,
2: actually. Oh, have you? Yeah, I've read volume of one through fifteen. Oh wow,
0: so you pretty much caught up then?
2: Yeah, I um I i I, I trying know what happens to my mm. character in the most recent thing. I, I know I get my eyes shot out. Uh, again, it's spoiler. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's um. Uh, no way out. No way out. It, it, you know how before there was Fear the Hunters? Mm-hmm. Or where the cannibals and stuff? Right. Well, um, now it's no way out. The zombies overran the wall. Again, spoiler, sorry. That's okay. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Don't worry about the spoilers.
2: Again, um... Uh, they, over, they overcome the walls. I guess one of them collapses or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, they all climb of the walls and a huge horde just comes wow. through. And, uh, you know, when you shoot a on, it attracts mm-hmm. uh, more of them. Right. And, not... um, yeah, the old dude, whatever you want to call him, I don't remember his name, uh, who runs the entire place. Yeah. He, uh, he just... Bernard. Yeah, yeah, Bernard. Sorry. Okay. He's, um... He's, he's trying to shoot men heads, and then, uh, he's just kind of blinds, blind firing. And then he acts... And, uh, Rick picks, picks up Carl. And then, um... Uh, Bernard actually accidentally shoots him in the eye. Right. In the eye. Right. Right. Yeah, I read all the comics. Yeah. I'm a big fan. It's
0: interesting too. The show has all uh, changes from the comics too. Like the yeah. whole part with the CDC wasn't even in the comics.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think what they're trying to do is um one episode uh, is completely following the comics and then the next one it's like completely off. Right. I love you, do. Good job
0: on this. Thank you. Okay, well, I've been talking to Chandler Riggs with Carl on The Walking Dead TV show, and this is Jim from The Walking Dead TV podcast. Thanks a lot, sir. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Have a good Definitely. show. All right. Hey, and thanks again to uh, Chandler Riggs and his parents for giving me the time to talk to him. Uh, the, I know it was kind of a short interview. I think it's about 10 minutes or so, but uh, I, re- I, you know, I, re- I really uh, was uh, pleased to speak to him, and you know, he's a well-spoken and smart, smart kid, so... Thanks again for uh, letting us uh, talk to you, Chandler. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, Carl's exploits in season two.
3: Yeah, he is awesome. That's uh, talk about having the world by the short hairs. You know, you're like an eleven, <laughs> you're an eleven year old on the most popular cable television show ever.
0: But he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't precocious about it in any way. I mean, because he had no idea it was going to be. As big as it was, and uh, he's you know he's, he's very grateful to be where he is, you know, and uh, that's, I think that's the best attitude you could have.
3: Absolutely. One other thing I'd like to add is that Brad is currently at the CGS Super Show, um, an, another small comic convention uh, put on by the Comic Geek Speak guys, and the reason I bring this up is Tony Moore will be there. And of course, Tony Moore is the original artist for The Walking Dead. He's co—you know—he's considered co-creator with uh, with Robert Kirkman. And Brad's gonna do his best to try to get to talk to Tony, which would be awesome. So if that happens, that'll certainly be on a show coming up. Oh, I did want to mention uh, another website. Friends of ours uh, that are at zarban.com, z-a-r-b-a-n.com. This is the House of Movie Commentaries. Uh, They always post up all of our commentaries. Our Walking Dead Episode 1 commentary is on their site right now, along with some other Legion of Dudes commentaries. What else have we done? We have done Terminator Salvation. We've done Tron. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is the latest, right? Uh, HHW uh, did Holy Grail.
0: The Holy Grail. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. That was a great episode. Yeah, we have lots of stuff on Zarban.com, and like if you, you'll see the Legion of Dudes in our list, uh, in Zarban's list of all the contributors, and you could see all the commentaries we've done. You could see commentaries that lots of other podcasts have done for movies and TV, and we're happy to have the Walking Dead TV podcast on their site as well. We are the only show to have done a commentary for the Walking Dead so far, and uh, we'll put all six of them up. And incidentally, that will be next. Uh, our next show will be the commentary for episode two, and then after that, we will swing on back to uh, a regular show where hopefully we're going to either be doing a Norman Reedus episode, we're going to be doing a Michael Rooker episode, we're also going to be talking to the guys at the Walking Dead fan club site who uh, who've been doing a lot of cross promotion with us, and they're interested to come on and say hi, so that'll be cool.
0: If you would like to send us a voicemail, you may do so at 516-468-7912. Our email is comments at walkingdeadtv.com. You can check out our brother podcast, Half Hour Wasted, on Mondays and Legion of Dudes on Thursdays at hhwlod.com. Also, check out our Media Minutes, our five-minute or less uh, media review show. We uh, intermittently put those up. There are Facebook groups for Legion of Dudes, Half Hour Wasted, the Walking Dead TV podcast, and Media Minutes. And you can follow us on Twitter at podcast, all one word, and at HHWLOD underscore network.
3: Well done. Don't forget the Forum for Geeks, forumforgeeks.com. Check us out. All the shows on our network have a forum there. All of our friends in podcasting have spots there, including some other Walking Dead shows like the Walking Dead cast. And is there another Walking Dead show on our forum? And of course, there's
1: the Talking Dead and Behind the Cutting Edge, which uh, does a whole bunch of stuff beyond uh, Walking Dead. But uh, they—that's how they got involved with us. They're awesome guys. Uh, So until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, zombies of all types are awesome. But in a battle between Atlanta and Pittsburgh, Steel City zombies win every single time. Have a good week, everybody.
0: Oh yeah. Take care.
1: One of these days, I'm going to get through that outro without f***ing it up. (laughs) And I was just on the Walking Dead cast recently, too. So now I've been on three of the four shows from the Walking Dead podcast network. You whore. I don't do it for money. I do it for love and Skittles. (laughs) You slut.
0: (laughs) You get Skittles? That hardly seems fair.
1: Well, I have to buy the Skittles and bring them to the recording, but at least I get
3: And hopefully he'll never pop up on any, like, uh, where the child stars now after school specials or whatever. With, uh... (laughs) (laughs) We probably have to edit this, but... (laughs) Who's Arnold's brother on, uh... uh, (laughs) Todd Bridges. (laughs) Yeah, Todd Bridges.
0: (laughs) It's funny, because Jake Lloyd was at the con, too, but he didn't have a table or anything. He was just there.
3: Oh, he was just hanging out?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he lives in the area or has family or whatever. But he was just hanging out like in the smoking area. <laughs> yeah, there's some I'm like oh, Jake Lloyd. Hi.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Comic conventions tend to be like the B actors' places where they go to like die. Um, at New York Comic Con last year, I remember walking by and there was like the Three's Company people were signing, but it like it was like. Janet, Larry, and Terry. You know, it, it wasn't like the good three Company people.
0: Don't you Either remember me? I was, I, I was the uh, I was the uh, waiter at the Regal Beagle.
3: <laughs> yes.